0: Get yours in Coconut or other fabulous scents at a nearby retail store.
2: It's Election Day, ladies and germs. Did you think this day would ever finally get here? It's actually the provisional in person voting deadline day until a judge says you can vote tomorrow. <laughs> and it may happen.
3: Yeah, that's true. It's the end of election season for the most part.
2: Yes. Pennsylvania might keep getting votes in for th- till Friday, I think the judge said.
3: And again, only 17% of people expect a result in the presidential election tonight which I'm glad people are that informed uh, because I think that will tamp down some of the craziness if people aren't expecting a winner.
2: But there will be craziness. Speaking of craziness, the idea of uh, bail reform, of course, whenever you hear the word reform, uh, you know, get your dukes up and hold on to your wristwatch, okay, because (laughs) the word reform can mean a lot of different things. And on the topic of bail reform reform, uh, we're joined by Topo Padilla, who's the chair of the Council of Presidents for Professional Bail Agents of the United States and the president of the Golden State Bail Agents Association. Uh, Topo, how are you, sir? Good. Good morning, Jack Joe. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's our pleasure. So listen, obviously you have a, a self-interest in the bail uh, industry not going away, uh, but you and I have actually talked about this issue, and I find your arguments pretty persuasive. What are they trying to do, and what's wrong with it?
4: Well, what they're trying to do is what they've done in other states, New York, New Jersey, New Mexico, and tried this. In California specifically, SB10 was passed. It eliminates a judge's ability to set a monetary bond. And this is all based on what you've seen in the commercials of this senior citizen that was in jail for almost a year. And then this Khalif, uh, Khalif, who was in jail in New York for a period of three years. Well, those are criminal justice system problems. Those aren't because of the bail bond industry. What they want to do is they want to eliminate, totally eliminate the need or the possibility of somebody bailing themselves out of jail, period. They want to eliminate that and have that process taken over by the government. So would
2: the, can the judge just say, "Yeah, uh, you, you, I'll bet you come back to court and turn people loose?
4: Well, that's what they're, the systems they want to set up are that of a computer-based algorithm that the person that is arrested will have to answer questions to and they will glean information from historical data from this person's arrest records and failures to appear. That will all be put into a report, an algorithm. And this algorithm, these algorithms, I'm not throwing rocks at it to, to get people to understand and go, oh yeah, we can't do that. But understand, it's going to use uh, uh, information that could affect people's ability to get released. And if this algorithm spits out a bad report, the judge is going to say, no, I am not releasing you. However, if the judge says, yes, I'm going to release you, he could release you on an array of pre-conviction probation-style releases, GPS monitoring, house arrest, all this stuff. You haven't been convicted, and the judge could release you and say, well, this is what you have to live with.
2: So what's the result going to be? More crime? You've got to bottom line it for the people.
4: You know, Joe, Jack, both of you, I have to turn around and throw out all the hyperboles and scare the daylights out of everybody. I want to talk realities because I'm not one of those people that wants to use you know use those terms to get people to go. What's going to happen is this when so I want to dummy it down, and I hate to say it,' no use those words, but I want to take it down to the level of if someone is arrested right now and they go to jail, they get booked in, their bail is set, they have the constitutional right to bail out of jail at, you know, two, three, four hours into the process. They can use that, pro- the, that process. Now, if they eliminate bail, people are going to be in jail for up to 48 hours, be assessed, and the judge is either going to say, yes, you're going or no, you're not, you're staying here. And at that point, you have no ability to get out of jail. Where it becomes dangerous is, right now in our industry, the people that do have to bail out of jail, which is a very minor, less than 25% of the people do have to bail out of jail, Those people are going to be released by the government. We right now in the industry, we are responsible for them being in court. We go get them at no cost to the taxpayers. We have an over 99% success rate in making sure that people go to court. And what that does, to sum this up, it gives the person arrested the ability to make sure they go to court, take care of their business, have the matter resolved. Very few people talk about the V word, the victims of crime. The victims of crime get justice served like they should, and our communities. Our communities benefit from people having their criminal activity curbed by hopeful, you know, prosecution if they're guilty. Right. And uh, resolution.
2: Topo Padilla, chair, council of presidents for professional bail agents of the U.S. Topo, we appreciate it. good, good job. Thanks. Um, and that's uh, so. Yeah, it, not more justice, less justice. Another great example of. They point out a couple of flaws in a couple of particular egregious cases and say we got to tear the whole thing down.
3: What's driving this?
2: Uh, your revolutionary leftist right. idea of justice.
3: So it's just the pendulum swimming, swinging after horrifying crime through the, you know, peaking in the 70s all across the country. We figured out a way to do something about it with the help of Joe Biden and his strong crime bill back in the days that he now, now apologizes for and says it was a mistake. Um, there were such things as super predators, and it was good that you found a way to put them in jail. Hell Joe yeah. Biden. Um, uh, now he apologizes for it because the pendulum's swinging the other direction. Yeah, we got crime down low enough, and now there's just weird national feeling that we have too many people in prison, and we're being too mean to criminals,
2: and and, yeah. and and so now you got it's starting to come back. It's a shocking lack of insight and historical knowledge. I mean, and I'm not comparing human beings to rats. It's it's a metaphor. I mean, you have, you're have you overrun with rats. Just overrun. Disease. Your kids are getting bit in the night. The rest of it. You hire an exterminator. He comes by every uh, three months. He treats your house. You got uh, very few rats now. And after a while, you start thinking, why are we paying this exterminator? He's ripping us off. There are no rats around here. So you fire him, And then you're overrun with rats. You look around and wonder why. Again, Common sense reform, actual justice, colorblind, actual justice. I'm for it. hundred percent. But to tear it down and turn it into what uh, Topo there was describing, terrible idea. So
3: I'm excited about this day. I would like it to be kind of fun and enjoyable, not uh, full of anger and depression and violence and violence. Uh, more on that later. Um, how are you going to take in the news of the day what's your plan
2: uh me uh yeah. golly oh uh, i'm gonna start paying attention you know late afternoon i think i mean really paying attention on to what
3: twitter uh, uh, yeah i'm well i'm gonna flip ham channel. radio
2: i'm mostly <laughs> ham radio. waiting for something in the mail telegraph <laughs> sending letters to friends uh, exactly no i'm gonna flip channels and, and keep an eye on the twitter machine i think um, I
4: don't watch the news. I,
2: I don't know. I'm, I'm very anxious to see how Florida and North Carolina go. Uh, Pennsylvania, which is incredibly, incredibly pivotal, is also incredibly slow to report.
3: But we, we there's a real good chance we'll know Florida and North Carolina. This evening, this evening, and and, yeah. and maybe even quite early in the evening. There's n- almost no way we know who wins Pennsylvania tonight, right? In fact, right. they've they've stated it'll be a couple of days, most likely, because part they they're not allowed to open up their ballots and start looking at them till today, right? Florida and North Carolina, Florida's been counting for 22 days, yeah. yeah. Uh, so they can they can announce they got her all those dialed in right at uh you know eight Eastern five o'clock West Coast time. They can mm-hmm. just announce this is what we've got in so far, and this is what it is.
2: Yeah, I have a feeling uh, for today of uh, it's a game six in a World Series that um, I guess in this analogy is my team down one game. Um, If indeed we win tonight, which will be Florida and North Carolina going uh, Republican and uh, and, in the swing states, difficult to say, well, then game seven will be the next couple of days. So I don't think I can't win the World Series today, but I can stay in it.
3: Hmm. That's a good one right there. Look at Joe with his analogies, his metaphors.
2: Better up. Will we,
3: oh. Will we know the senatorial results along the
5: same timeline that we know the presidential ones? Yeah, I think so, yeah.
2: Yeah. Although uh, there are far fewer states uh, Yeah, you know, I Yeah, we'll,
3: I think we'll know who has the Senate tonight. I think we'll know that. Oh, oh it's possible.
2: Okay. Yeah, because a third of Senate seats are up for
3: a vote every yeah, two years. Yeah, and there's no, you know, yeah. Um, so I think we'll know that tonight. But... um I was wondering, I don't know the answer to this. How long? Six months,
2: surprisingly.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Next question. (laughs) Let's keep things moving. What? What? (laughs) We don't have time
2: for full questions. (laughs) The time is for (laughs) answers, not questions.
3: (laughs) How long was the period where Americans found out on the night of an election who the winner was? Because it's been that way my whole life. But when did that start? Back in the old
2: days. Well, it's been my whole adult most of my adult life, but I can't speak to when I was a kid. I I don't
3: think they knew on election night. But if you go back to the really old timey days, obviously you would read about it in your local newspaper that you got once a month. (laughs) Um
2: you know. I think I think word went out via telegraph.
3: And people would would literally seventy it probably did, or whenever the telegraph came around, but um
2: John prior to that (laughs) prior to that it didn't uh right well right yeah yeah in the early early days yeah what the pony express would have to get what'd you say 1879 you rube 1830s
3: come on okay telegraph 1830s okay so most of the time you had telegraph although you had to you know lived within a telegraph station uh, but,
5: um, and invented in the 30s doesn't mean that every state right, had one right, in the right. 30s. Oh, they right, had right. it
2: very quickly, Sean. <laughs> the history of the telegraph is fascinating. I uh-huh. encourage you to look into it.
3: Right. So I'm guessing prior to the 1850s, yeah, you had to wait weeks, certainly a week before
2: news would get. Well, how And long was... you didn't give a damn, really, unless it was a like a critical slave issue, because the government had so little role in your life. Oh yeah. That, I, love,
3: I love that. I've uh. I've read so many different things about that. The percentage of people that wouldn't know, wouldn't care, would wonder why anyone would care. Cause you live on a plot of land, you know, in, in 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 Ohio somewhere, and you're doing your thing, and the president doesn't have any freaking thing to do with you.
2: Right, right. <laughs> the federal but, government plays no role in your life. There's which ex- is the way it's supposed to be. One of your great authors, there are too many of them. Uh, he said something, and I'm paraphrasing here, but uh, it used to be that an Englishman could go, uh, I think, a week without a single encounter with any agent of the government. Now it is impossible to go a single day.
3: Oh, obviously and, you can't you can't you can not within an hour of getting up.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
3: Um but but the but the information would have been slow both directions, right? The results from what other ever state, they'd have to gather them from the different towns spread around the state right at the state capitol, then get those results to DC with all the other states, then they would have to get them back out to all the states. So it certainly had to take weeks. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. So my clearly. only point is the the we find out on election night is a short period of time, and that might be over now. True. In close elections. True. Uh, and so we're not going to know tonight. It's not a big deal. Most people throughout American history haven't known that night.
2: There could be a move toward more unity, or, or not unity, but uh, uniformity. In how mail-in votes are counted in the future. Or we get to some sort of app or something like that. Like, Vote uh, by phone. Should, that's my future. Yeah, no, 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 no. Some sort of no.
3: secure line computer thing. And we all know instantly, 8 o'clock Eastern on election night, instantly,
2: who won by secure how much? Secure line computer. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Maybe, 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 maybe an honest lawyer could design that. Or <laughs> an honest politician. <laughs> Ah boy, or a responsible drunk. So, are we going to do
3: what we were talking about yesterday, where we open up the phones and let people make their how many second pitch for or against Trump? Ten seconds. When do you want to do that? Bottom of the hour. We got to give people time to. Uh, yeah,
2: learn I tell the you number,
3: what. Number and yeah, we about... need to learn the number because I haven't.
5: <laughs> I haven't thrown I still it out there. Long... It.
2: I got a memory like an elephant. You know our phone number. I do. What is it? I used to. Well, I was the guy who gave it all the time. One eight six six three three one talk. I assume it's still hooked up. I don't know. <laughs> Somebody ought to try it. Anyway,
3: yeah, we'll I do think that we can in... call out in case there's a fire, but I'm not sure anybody can call in. Yeah, we'll do that in like 14 15 minutes. Yeah, okay. So if you uh, try to try to put together a 10-second pitch for or against Trump.
2: We have or I del- suppose you could phrase it for Trump or for Biden.
3: We have a delay, right? So you 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 miscreants that had an idea there. No.
2: Don't, don't waste it.
3: your time. Nope, nope. We have a delay. Yeah, you, you you swear you get dumped. Yeah. Class it up, people. one 331 We'll do that in about 10 minutes here. 10 second for or against Trump. we got plenty of other stuff on the way.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The restaurant chain IHOP has announced that it will close almost 100 locations over the next six months, which really sucks because after they've been closed for a while, it's really hard to get them open again. It's a syrup joke.
3: Oh, <laughs> wow. I like IHOP. Uh, the, uh, the, uh, the pancakes are great, I think. Ah, uh, the other stuff is a little low grade, in my opinion. But the, the I think their pancakes are really good.
2: Um, I feel about IHOP the same way I feel about the United Nations. It's a weak international organization. <laughs> it <laughs> claims to be one thing, but it's not that.
3: It's a meaningless debating society.
2: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I like good American pancakes.
3: <laughs> um,
2: oh, by the way, it's probably worth knowing. We get this question semi regularly. Why don't you guys take calls? Because you suck. Well, the idea that we are going to take calls in the next segment. Ten seconds. Pro-Trump, anti-Trump, or pro-Trump or pro-Biden, however you want to look at it. Ten seconds each. Twitter is already erupting with, no! <laughs> You're going to let people call in, no!
3: 10, Ten seconds you get to support Trump or uh, explain why he
2: should be booted. Um, Coming up in seconds. So In, in fact... You know, you could get on the line now. I forgot how to do this. 331 talk. We still have a line open, and don't even don't even screen them. I mean, Bill, <laughs> Diana, I see you on the line. Hold on through the commercial break. We'll get right to you on the other side.
3: That's <laughs> a job, Sean. Do I still have that software on the computer? I have no idea. I gotta find it. This is so funny. When you hear a radio host say we ha- we st- we have one line open, all their lines are open.
2: Yes, every single line is wide open. Oh, I've said it myself, and it's a lie. If you only have one line open, it doesn't matter because you got eleven other calls. But... Right. No, uh, a couple you know, of things. There yes. are times. There are times I miss taking calls sure, sure. because. We had a pretty good cabal of really smart, interesting people who made their living in all sorts of interesting ways. That's how we met Tim Sandifer. Right. Tim, the lawyer, was a caller. There are a number of examples of that. Actually, Craig, the Obamacare lawyer was, too, I think. I can't remember. But anyway, uh, but uh, I'm a radio freak. I love listening to radio. There is not a single radio show in America that gets better when the host gives way to a caller. Not a single one. Right. Rush gets wor- worse. I like Jim Rome sports. That show gets worse. Every show gets worse when it takes calls. In Except st- in the next segment.
3: In stupid <laughs> news, uh, in midnight voting, two different towns went different ways. Dixville Notch. Ooh, in New Hampshire or wherever they say that, is, that on the air. Went for Biden while Trump won nearby New Hampshire town of Millsfield. Oh, it's a toss-up. Uh, nine nothing and five nothing with the two votes in those two towns.
5: What does it mean? We go to a reporter on the scene. Now. Carl
2: Rove has his white board. He's gonna draw a little arrow between them.
1: For Trump or against, we're gonna take your calls coming up. Armstrong and Getty.
3: election day 90 million people have already voted uh we got when the polls close various places we'll get to later there there is one place one county where uh all the voting machines are down i hope that's not russia or china that's what i'm looking for all weekend
2: yeah i have it on very good authority the iranians are trying like crazy to hack into everything election related as we speak one of our listeners into biz.
3: I got non-election stuff we might get to. I like the, it's not that you don't care. You're mentally exhausted. And here are the signs. Oh, which amen I think to that. is
2: true for a lot of people. Amen to that, sure. Uh, 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 this is probably a mistake. We are taking calls. 10 seconds, pro or anti-Trump. 331 talk We'll see how it goes. Who's in charge of the dump button? Michael, are you too busy? Sorry, no, right. We all have one. Yeah, but we can't all press it because that would, uh, I believe, we go back in time. <laughs> if that happens. <laughs> uh, oh, I guess I have to put on my glasses. Uh, here we go. So we get 10 seconds. Gentlemen.
3: We're going to be harsh. The buzzer happens at 10 seconds, right, Michael? Not messing around.
2: All yeah. right. Just tell me which line, guys. Line one John, John, you have 10 seconds. Go. Uh, people mm.
4: talk the talk. He walks the walk. I have seen results. No other. Uh, Pithy
2: didn't, didn't get out of the gates very well. That's, that's had a, um the, that's well, the
3: fewest number of words
2: we're going to get in ten seconds. Mary right? in Boise. There's no Z in Boise. Mary, hit it.
4: Hey, I'm supporting Trump because he's for Measure B in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: That was a joke I made like a day and a half ago. <laughs> Our
3: phone number is one 331 talk We still have a line open. <laughs> John, John, welcome to the
2: Armstrong and Getty Show. Hit it. Ten seconds.
4: The Trump family is uh, not a crime family. Trump uh, cannot be bought. He's competent, and Trump is flawed, but who is not?
2: Certainly didn't, didn't even <laughs> need ten seconds. That was very efficient. Please, you have Lawrence on line four. Lawrence, you have ten seconds. Hit it.
4: Uh, yes, guys. I'm all for Trump because he supports Sergeant Peterson from the Chicago Police.
5: I believe that was a prank call. <laughs> Is that a, a reference to some '90s movie? He was doing the yeah. the Mister Peterson from Ferris Bueller's <laughs> right, Day That's a it. pretty
0: good imitation.
2: Yeah. <laughs> uh, you sir, are, uh, and then Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, Giovanna's on line five. Giovanna, go ahead. Ten seconds.
4: I am for Trump because if Biden wins, I can't stand Kamala Harris to laugh.
2: Yeah, she is a horror. I think five seconds is going to be. <laughs> ten too many. Ten was, People was- leaving a lot on the runway there. Exactly. Yeah, Jim in beautiful Huntsville, Texas. Jim, ten seconds, sir. Yes.
3: Trump was cheated out of his first four years because of the Russia hoax and deserves an opportunity to be a
2: regular president. Hmm. You know, that's pithy truth right there, my brother. Well done. Uh, The people of Texas, not wordy. Exactly. But full of meaning. How about Michael? Fire away. You got 10 seconds. In the words of the famous
4: Flip Wilson, what you see is what you get. Go Trump. Following you since Scott Peterson.
2: Thank you, Michael. We appreciate you listening. Rarely hear Flip Wilson quotes. Uh, not, not enough in not my enough. mind yeah uh i happen to hold in my hand uh, a uh, an editorial in newsweek it was a professor professor of mathematics he's an immigrant from socialist country talking about why he's going to vote uh, from a communist country socialist whatever um why he's going to vote for trump and one of the points he makes is listen trump's flaws are on display i mean he, he's he's you can't hide them. You know exactly what you're getting. Biden is a mysterious and, and duplicitous character. And I, okay. would, I would tend to agree with that. Moving along. Uh, I don't know. Whatever. whatever. Is that uh, three? Uh, Lee. Let's get three. Uh, Lee. Lee, three. Uh, Lee, fire away. Good, mo- good morning. I'm voting
4: for Trump because uh, he can complete a, a sentence and he's for the unborn.
2: Uh, fair enough. Thank you, Lee. Let's go to line four. I know L- that's the big issue for a lot of people. Lane, you have uh, you have 10 seconds. What do you think?
4: President Trump will ensure that I buy my antibiotics from the United States.
2: Oh, not the evil Chinese. You people are pithy. Good for you. Maybe we should give them three seconds. Y- yeah. Uh, line uh, is that gone. Carol on one. Uh, Carol, you have 10 seconds.
4: Keep America great. Liberty for all. Vote Trump. Yay,
3: Trump. <laughs> Keep going. You got four seconds. <laughs> Maybe one don't more. Yay, Trump. Trump. <laughs> Trump. Trump, Trump, Why? A very clear, concise closing message there. This is going fine, but why is it sucking the life out of me? Why, why is it doing that? I don't know. I don't know either. There's just something about the sound of a phone call. You know what we have to do? <laughs> I don't know what it is. We have
2: to require you fill the 10 seconds. You know, the average human being has no idea how much a length of time is. No, and why would you? We'll have people, right, exactly, we'll have people say, yeah, you guys come up and you can speak for about 45 minutes, and we're like, <laughs> oh, no, you don't want that. No,
4: no, you no, don't. No, no,
2: that's too long, you're going to bore the hell out of people. All right, Yeah, I mean, unless somebody's, you know, a really great speaker. Or
3: you get the other way around, where people have, like, uh, three minutes to talk, and they've got pages and
2: pages and pages of text. Yes, yeah, the, the opposite, yeah uh line uh let's go with line three gary whatever i don't know gary go ahead you got 10 seconds use it
4: hi this is christy oh hi christy hi
0: i am voting for trump i am a truck driver i live in cal unit
2: it's
3: unfortunate oh we well,
5: wait a minute no no no, no. Yeah. i know I, I feel wait. that was uh, that was on our end yeah. that was an injustice Boy, that was unfortunate christy, christy. you were robbed you should you yeah. should petition your local uh
2: Literally. leaders talk show appeals court your local leaders all right i don't know i don't want the responsibility give me four give me my uh, michael on four michael 10 seconds go
4: oh yeah i'm voting for trump because i absolutely can't trust biden
3: and harris and, and uh, obama of course trump all the way
5: <laughs> okay still leaving a little meat on the bone there people yeah
2: i tell you what when are you going to get a national platform like this again just <laughs> Does- yeah, no kidding. You have the opportunity to speak to a nation. You get ten seconds, and people are using five. But again, I appreciate the fifth.
3: Say happy birthday to your oldest daughter. Something.
2: Uh right.
5: Shout out a barbecue joint you
2: like. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, exactly. Advocate for Measure B in Fort Lauderdale. <laughs> this is so much fun. Who did? You... <laughs> you shut up, Michael. Oh, Who should boy. we take? I don't care. Uh, all right, for old times' sake, uh, Basil online no, six. Really? Yes. Yes. Yes.
4: Oh wow, Basil, hit it. Trump 2020, because Nancy Pelosi doesn't pray for the president. She prays on the president.
3: There you go.
2: Yeah. I like you, Basil.
3: You're a good person.
2: Yes. Indeed. And with that, (laughs) we're all reminded why we don't take calls.
3: That was a fun little time capsule, wasn't it? I was actually thinking during that, because I was thinking of other things. I can't believe that used to drive radio. Yeah. For years. Yeah. I get I, maybe it's because we have texts and emails and all that sort of stuff as an outlet um, that we don't our boss, our first boss we ever had, calls are our hit records. We're like a music station. The calls are the hit records. That's what people want to hear.
2: <laughs> Sean and, is scoffing at that notion. Well,
3: there's a lot of people maybe. Did you mil- say
2: hit records or <laughs>
3: There are a lot of people made millions of dollars running talk shows where they took calls. But it seems just crazy now. Yeah. Mm.
2: My buddy Brian still talks about how he got on with Larry King 20 years ago. I used to be a caller to shows like I, I felt like, I really, Montana, yeah, like
5: you're on with uh, Dinah Shore. <laughs> I was in like seventh <laughs> or eighth grade. My friends and I, we would try to get on the Scott Farrell late night sports talk program. Nice. But none of us could do it because we all sounded like little kids. But I, my voice was a little deeper or whatever. So I was able to get past the call screener. Well, largely because my friend got stumped by, there was a presidential question or something like that, so we figured out the answer to it. He gave me the, the answer of, like, who was the president when you said you were born or something like that. Mm-hmm. And so I was already with the answer for when they hit me with the same one. They didn't mix up the question.
3: Lyndon too. Johnson.
5: Exactly. And then I got on and talked about the Giants. That's great. a great story.
2: I, um, <laughs> I Great call. Thanks for calling. You're call- your ball spot. One ball spot. Do you paint <laughs> your bald spot?
3: I called into uh, WLS in Chicago when I was uh, a, a teenager, and I was so nervous. Just requesting a song.
2: Oh, yeah. And they played me back requesting a song, but I was so nervous. Yeah. Oh, my God. I got on once myself. The mighty WLS. <clears throat> good times. That kicked off my radio career. We almost got hired there, too, which would have been just a, a buzz. Must, must have, have been a been good call. Great. but No, no. It wasn't not, based not on my call. call. Yeah, As oh. much years it was, later. Yeah, it was sometime later
3: um i i got to i got to hit you with the update on this um voting machines down after we tell you about simply safe cuz i hope this isn't the iranians
2: or the chinese or whatever they should have put simply safe on that damn voting machine yeah. not only is it got no long contracts no messy expensive installation which is a rip off simply safe is a better home security system
3: yeah Ed, the fact that you can set it up yourself in about 30 minutes is is awesome it's super easy to use a lot of people get complicated home security systems i've seen this before being at people's houses where they just like mess with the keyboard for a while and a bunch of beep beep and they say i ah, forget it so you end up not using it simply safe is simple to install simple to use and you do have award winning 24 7 protection
2: so go to simplysafecom slash armstrong you get a 60 day risk-free trial so there is nothing to lose plus you get a free home security camera by using that code that's cool Uh, Any miscreants at your door, you'll know it, man. Simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. It's S I M P L I. Very groovy, very internet y. Simply slash Armstrong.
3: If there were a major cyber attack on our election from Russia, China, whoever, what do you how do you think it would look? How would it unfold? Wouldn't it be pretty damned obvious, pretty fast? Don't you picture
2: that or what do you picture? I picture well uh, cuz the the electoral systems are not online. I could see them somehow purging huge numbers of voters from the rolls on election eve. Of course the mail-in voting, early voting kind of takes care of that. Um Gosh, I I don't know. Um, They're going to engage in massive disinformation, and I have some examples of that.
3: You don't think they can get into any computers and change uh, numbers or anything like that? None of those are tied to the Internet?
2: Uh, That's my understanding of it. They certainly shouldn't be, but... Yeah, I I believe there are many layers of security, but I've believed that before. Of course, uh, the... um, Like credit card companies, for instance. The
3: nuclear reactor in Iran wasn't hooked to the Internet. We got a thumb drive in there. Right? That's how we got the virus in there. Thumb drive in the eye,
5: but that requires a lot more forward thinking and multi level planning than being able to just get into access via a, a loophole in oh, sure, an
3: IP address. Putin's certainly capable of pulling that off. Right. getting you- somebody into uh, you know some county somewhere and getting a thumb drive into the system years ago—that's not
2: a crazy thought. And or if I'm Vlad Putin, remember Putin's object is to make us hate each other in this country. You just kill the power in a critical uh, city of a swing state. So there's all
3: the power went out in Philadelphia late afternoon while people are in line.
2: Exactly. You got a line uh, 500 people deep. You kill all the power. So it has to go to the courts. The courts will make one decision or another. And then you plant the disinformation about what was decided and why it was. And then, you know, decades later, people are still saying the Supreme Court stole the election from Bush in 2020, even though that is patently false. so that's what, that's what uh, that would be good enough for Vlad. I don't think we need to overthink it.
3: Spalding County, Georgia, one of Spalding. your states that people are keeping an eye on. Election officials say voting machines are currently down after some sort of problem this morning. They've been down for a while now. Caused their machines to go down countywide. Officials are waiting for ink for the poll pad and are currently waiting for something to do something with voting machines. Ink? 2,000 provisional ballots are being sent to voting locations so people can still vote. So Yikes. does that have anything to do with anything other than just it's a very big company, a very big country, and things break now
2: and then. I don't know. Do you want to take calls, people's theories on that? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So <laughs> <laughs> that painful and
3: funny.
5: So, uh, from the Georgia Secretary of State, the average wait time to vote. I in the declare st- the average vote uh, time to wait in the state is about six and a half minutes. The uh, Spalding County, where the glitch brought down the voting machines, they're just pivoting to provisional ballots. Seems everything is rolling smooth so far from that.
3: All right. Um, I'm uh, Joe and I are both very angry about the way the national media is handi- handling this whole. Businesses are being boarded up across the country. and National Guard stands by because Trump has said he will not accept election results. Oh, is that the reason? Is that the reason they're doing that? We'll talk about that coming up.
1: Armstrong and Getty.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show. Some of the nation's governors are calling on the National Guard to handle any election unrest. Guard troops are in place and on standby in states including Massachusetts, Oregon, and Illinois. The move comes as President Trump has suggested he might not accept the results if he loses. How do you like that from an actual national newscast? That's garbage. Governors that have put National Guard in place, and then you say at the end, as President Trump has said, he might not accept the result. Yeah, I remember playing that. That is the reason there is one reason these National Guard troops are in place around the country. It's because they think the Black Lives Matter crowd, if Trump wins, is going to smash up your downtown because that's what will happen if Trump has announced the winner. Night wherever you live in America, your downtown will be smashed and your businesses will be robbed by the Black by Lives Donald Matter, Trump
2: by the Black Lives Matter crowd. Right. That, that's if, just what's been going on. If six bearded halfwits in camo in Michigan break a Slurpee machine at the local 7-Eleven, you'll hear about it for the next six weeks. Meanwhile, marauding mobs are destroying America's cities, and they will conveniently ignore that in the one-sided American media, the ridiculous, blind American media.
3: The people claiming that they're Black Lives Matter—I don't even know what they actually are. Well, it's
2: a mix. It's a mix between the Marxists, opportunists who just want to steal stuff, the woke idiots who think they're doing the right thing because they're just desperate for a purpose for their ridiculous soft science degree holding lives.
3: And we might as well, since we're on the topic, play uh, 47, Sean, the other clip of all the places that are boarding up for this. Store owners
1: across New York City continue boarding up their windows worried about violence on or after Election Day. Norm Layton has more. Robbie Friedman owns a jewelry store in the heart of the Diamond District. He's taking no chances. Boarding up, worried election results could lead to riots like they did during protests last summer. Quite frankly, it's a feeling, if you will. In this particular case, it's a fear. But the NYPD's Terrence Monahan says cops are ready for anything that might take place. We will
4: have additional offices ready Ready to respond. They will facilitate peaceful protests and stop anyone who wants to cause violence or destruction.
3: Cities across the country are boarding up, including Los Angeles on famed Rodeo Drive and also in Portland, Oregon, which is under a state of emergency until Wednesday morning.
2: Because of Donald Trump.
3: (laughs) And just hilarious. That's the same newscast that said, as Donald Trump has announced, he might not accept the results of the election. Right. Why, why, what is going on here where we're pretending that it's not Black Lives Matter and Antifa that smashed up New York City a couple of weeks ago with that three-hour roving through the city, smashing stuff up
2: parade? Sure. Um, Chicago, St. Louis, Los Angeles, Oakland, San Francisco, every damn city, Sacramento, every damn city in America. Why are we pretending that's not the case?
3: Have you heard anybody mention that?
2: The The American is going to do this? Yeah. The American media is saying, I beat you because you cry. It's disgusting. It's it's blaming the beating victim for the beating.
3: Yeah, it's it's really interesting. I was listening to a podcast yesterday with Sam Harris. I don't know if you know him, atheist, thinker, writer, whatever. Um, Liberal. And he had on this guy named James McCorder, who's a black professor, who's really worried about... Um, the whole anti-racist movement and the Black Lives Matter movement and all that sort of stuff. And he said it's causing people on the left to, to like, deny reality and pretend things aren't true to support their side, and it's really weird.
2: Yeah, I would agree. James Lindsay just happened to tweet something. Uh, This is a New York Times reporter who tweeted, I've been thinking a lot about fossil fuels and white supremacy recently. Almost every single oil executive, lobbyist, and spokesperson I've dealt with is white and male. It's difficult not to see the link. And, of course, oh, stop with the alerts. Now I can't go back. Gosh dang it. Get off my screen. Um, And Lindsay quoted, it's a New York Times reporter. What about Saudi Arabian oil executives or oil execs from PetroChina, Venezuela? Wokeness is blindness. I'll be happy to report and will
3: say I was wrong if tomorrow downtowns get smashed up all across the country by white supremacists. If that happens, uh, I will not try to hide that. I'll resign from the business. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, we'll be keeping an eye on it.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
5: GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for
1: current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information.